You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. It's two minutes past the top of the hour. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Michael Goldsmith. Good to be here. We're coming to you from the Pastoral Center in beautiful Winona, Minnesota on a Thursday morning in January, although it's going to be quite nice today. Yeah, hope the sun comes out. Right now it's cloudy, but... The temperature is what I'm concerned yes, about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> although the sun, it's nice to have sun as yes, well. Yes, it is. Uh, a cornerstone of the Catholic faith is the sanctity of life. It can be extremely difficult for many to respond or even act on the issue of pro-life versus pro-choice. Paul Heiberger and Mark Hierholzer... Uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, have set out to take action with the power of prayer to end abortion on a local level. They've organized a courageous group known as the Jericho Wall that actively take part in praying the rosary with the goal to close Planned Parenthood in Sioux Falls. And uh, just very happy to have these two gentlemen on on the line with us. Thank you, Paul and Mark, for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Good morning. For those that may not be familiar with your efforts, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the Jericho Wall and how it began? Maybe uh, Paul, Paul Paul first, and then maybe Mark. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, uh, Jericho Wall started, Mark and I met a year ago and made a commitment to start um, going to Planned Parenthood to, to pray together. And then that uh, grew into the Jericho Wall, just uh, uh, we gave a name to it, and... Um, so Jericho Wall came from, uh, in prayer, just uh, what we're doing out there is, is uh, trying to pray the walls down of, of uh, Planned Parenthood, just like at Jericho. And in that, we have the Ark of the Covenant, just like they did then. We have Mary as the Ark. We have her there as we pray our, our uh, Rachel Rosary every week. And uh, we like to look at it as uh, the Ark of the Covenant with Mary there and, and the shout that took the walls down to Jericho is actually our, our visual or our, our voice of of praying that rosary on our knees out front of Planned Parenthood. And so that's kind of a visual for, for how the Jericho wall actually looks out on the street. And so that's what we're trying to do is take take the wall down and, and build people up and pray for people that are hurting inside and things like that. So Mark could expound on that. Yeah, so exactly. That's what, uh, what we do is we go out every night uh, every Tuesday night, and it's kind of a dynamic group. It, it changes in size a little bit. Some of the faces change a little bit. But we use the Rachel Rosary uh, as our guide for praying the rosary. And on that rosary, when we pray it, um, each prayer has a petition about some uh, hardship or trauma caused by abortion. So mm-hmm. each decade has a special meaning as it relates to the abortion. So we all take turns on what part of the rosary we take, uh, and, and we read it aloud, and then uh, the group participates back with us. So it's That's really a- uh, gotten, be, gotten to be quite an a, a, a evolving, but very spiritual uh, group as we the more we get into this. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, compared to to when your efforts began, how you know, tell us how long ago it started, and and then kind of what's the positive response, you know, that you're getting from other communities, you know, what what's what's going on now? Like, it sounds like you're airing every Tuesday evening at seven p.m. on the RPR network too, also, right? Yeah, yeah. So kind of um, what we've done is when we got started, um, I guess 
Paul and I got together way back last spring during the uh, 40 Days for Life. Um, I actually go down to uh, John St. John Paul's Second Parish down in Harrisburg, and I wanted to get involved with uh, the uh, Right for Life movement. And so I just kind of piggybacked on Thursday nights, and Paul's parish was there, and me and Paul, uh, kind of spiritual brothers, basically. We just kind of really linked up and felt really moved to do this. Um and so today, I, I'd say the uh, community—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, the community as far as participation goes—is really good because we get a lot of students from SDSU. We get people from different faiths. Um, we get people walking by the sidewalk that just want to pray with us. Um, oh, nice. So, so, so we are getting some positive feedback, you know. And, you know, we get some people that kind of like not too happy about what us what we're doing out there, and so we just include them in our prayers. Sure. Absolutely. So some of the some of the positive feedback that I've heard from people are people actually praying the rosary together at home because not everybody can come down. Uh, older folks that maybe have not prayed uh, for years a rosary together or ever. Um, a young man that uh, has started coming and this his faith is growing, mm-hmm. and uh, it sounds like in his in his family as well, and uh, just had. Um, you know, people who have, who have had abortions talk to me, and just how this Rachel Rosary really speaks to them, because there's so many things that are brought up in it that are can be you know, healing for for these folks. You know, all of us that have been through it, and you know, in one way or another, most of us have been affected by abortion because there's so many of them. Right. We're yeah, talking. Yeah, I think I, I think one uh, experience that Paul and I had while we were out there is. Um, and Paul, you'll remember this, is when that elder, elderly gentleman walked up, we were all kneeling down on the sidewalk praying, and he had his veteran's cap on there, and he was just literally in tears. He says, can I pray with you guys? And he says, we just got to get this stopped. And I remember after, he, he prayed with us for a little bit, and then he and he told us he was a computer for very long, but he prayed, and he was just holding Paul's hand and praying really tight, and then he left, and and. One of the petitions in, in the Rachel Rosary is pray for fathers that have lost their child through abortion. Mm-hmm. And me and Paul talk, spoke after that guy left, after we finished the rosary. We can't help but wonder if one of our prayers in the Rachel's rosary wasn't about a guy like this gentleman that just came up to pray with us, because he was so heartbroken and so moved to be with us. Yeah. And I don't think either one of us will ever get that experience. And so many, yeah. maybe so many men don't even know if if they've lost a child to abortion because when a lot of women don't you know they're they're heartbroken in, in their decision so they may not even tell you know the man so it's it, we're talking with uh, Paul Heiberger and Mark Hirhalzer about the Jericho Wall in Sioux Falls South Dakota they pray the rosary every Thursday evening in front of the Planned Parenthood uh, I'm Michael Goldsmith with Matt welcome and we're discussing this about how how we can all get involved, really, because it's, it is broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network uh, every uh, Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. So, uh, when you guys are going in, what's 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 ahead for the Jericho Wall in 2020? I think um, keep praying, um, Paul. Yeah, go ahead and take it. Uh, but I think just keep going. We want to pray out there every Tuesday. Yes, our our goal is to to show up every every Tuesday. And what is ahead, uh, we hope, is a transformation of of hearts and um, 
for people to be praying the rosary at home, and, and, and the vision is, just like at the Jericho Wall, all these voices going up at one time together to our Lord to ask for forgiveness and to ask for healing and the transformation of hearts of all these people that have been hurt or the babies that will potentially be killed within the, the week. And uh, what we're hoping is that people come forward uh, just like Our Lady said yes, just like Our Lord said yes in the garden, and not my will, but your will be done. We have to say yes. We have to say yes to praying the rosary. We have to say yes to life. And I really uh, would, would uh, ask people to please show up. Just pick one, one Tuesday a year or one Tuesday a month and show up and pray with us. And if, if you can't, very understandable, pray at home. But I also think this might be called for other Planned Parenthoods within your hearing. Go to your Planned Parenthood on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Let's, let's all, I mean, we're all brothers and sisters, and let's all pray together at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the rates for rosary, that's fine. But if you can find it, it's online, it's on a PDF. And pray that rosary, and, and what we found is the people that come once start showing up more and more because this rosary really speaks to them, and they're really drawn into the aspect of when, you know, as, as it came to me last Tuesday night, it was very cold out, and I was sitting there going, you know, you start going, Lord, what am I even doing here? Am I doing any good? There's only six or seven of us, mm-hmm. and I was just offering up the cold, and I wasn't feeling good. And Jesus, I could just hear Jesus say, Paul, I was called on the cross. He yeah. said, this is, this is worth it. He said, just trust me. And so I just ask you people to come out there. It's very hard to do the first time, but he draws you in when you mm-hmm. say yes. We're speaking yeah, again the, with uh, Paul Heiberger and Mark Heerholzer from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, about their efforts with the Jericho Wall Rosary to shutter the doors of Planned Parenthood there for good, using the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. And perhaps you could highlight some of the other intentions within this rosary, some of the reasons that people should be praying that abortion be rid this scourge from our land and uh, just kind of round out the, the, the reasons why people should join you if they can physically there on Tuesday nights in Sioux Falls. Uh, how about Paul? Can you answer that for us? Why, why they should show up on Tuesday? Well, I, I, I come back to, I just, I believe we have faith and we have works and I believe that God really honors that works of showing up in person and it has such a, an effect on people on the streets. It's, it's amazing. Uh, certain nights, the effects, and like Mark talked about that man, we've had girls come up and hug us. We've had people stop on the streets and say, if it wasn't for people like you, I wouldn't be here. My mother was going to have an abortion. And it's just the, the effects of what you're doing. We always say, we really don't see them. And we're one night we're kind of like having a lot of bad publicity. I'll say people driving by. And that's when somebody pulled up and said, if it wasn't for people like you, so we are affecting people. We're bringing conversations to children when the mothers drive by and the fathers. What are those people doing out there? Well, we don't know, but some know what we're doing. And so then that gets talked about. And I just think it's a matter of bringing it up more and more, the question of life, because there's a big push on right now in both directions. And, you know, all it takes for a good men to do nothing is how evil is going to survive. And so I believe it's our duty and our job to stand up for life. Yeah. Right. And I, I think there was one of the early church fathers who said that the first reaction of someone to the truth 
is anger. Yeah. <laughs> so we should anticipate that. We should anticipate that kind of reaction initially, but know that our actions, our prayers are making a difference long term. Yeah. And um, you had mentioned one specific intention for, during that rosary that you pray for, the, the effects, the negative effects of, of yeah. abortion. Are there some other, what are some of the other intentions that you pray within that rosary? Yeah, maybe Mark can answer that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, our biggest thing, and it's kind of evolved more into this recently, is spiritual brokenness. Um, I think for part of that is when we first started showing up and praying, it was for the obvious, let's close this Planned Parenthood down. But what we got, what we got into now was um, uh, where we're praying for the people and their souls that are, are thinking about abortion, and we're praying for the people that work in the abortion uh, clinics, mm-hmm. that they can have a spiritual conversion to God. We're thinking if we can pray for that spiritual conversion, those people in there won't want to work in there anymore. So right. we're praying like for Abby, spiritual... Like Abby Johnson. Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's exactly what we're praying for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the battle to take, is, is you know, you, you, you first want that, that facility closed down, but then as you go further into it, and, and the more we've been praying out there, our lead-in prayer before we start the rosary, we really have a dedicated prayer, and mm-hmm. it's become more of, let's pray for the spiritual conversion, because there's so much spiritual brokenness around the whole abortion topic. You know, even our political leaders, the spiritual brokenness there, so we'll even include that in there, too. You so bet. we're really kind of encompassing a lot on that spiritual brokenness yeah. there. Well, we only have a few more seconds here, guys. Uh, let's um, maybe, you know, a couple seconds between the two of you, Paul, first, about what what do you expect that you really want like, people to understand? What I really want to understand about what we're doing out there. Yep, is exactly. That, uh, just like Mark said, this is about a transformation of hearts back to life for for all of society. And with it, I just thank you so much for having it on the radio to you reach bet. people to understand. It's a transformation of hearts is what I believe it's about. 